The Canadian Open finished in an epic fashion, a 156-pitch performance for the ages, and Oakland A's fans are having a reverse protest. All on tonight's 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Let's get into her. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering room. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans, so belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, show number two or 309 on this June the 12th, 2023. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com and check out all their great articles and other podcasts on the at BellyUpSports.com. Uh, Dave, how was the weekend, my friend? Weekend was all right. Got some shit done around the house. Um, weather was okay. Muggy. Ooh. When you, when you get rain down in these parts, it sticks around for the humidity sticks around for a bit. So when you get those mid twenties, I'm once sweaty dude walking around outside. Son of a bitch on Friday oh. night. In my game, I was supposed to be out in Fort McLeod on Friday night to do to umpire American Legion baseball. I got canceled because of the rain that to happened earlier today. Wipe the field out, whatever. It doesn't much matter. Uh, at about uh, 10 to 6 on uh, Friday, we were sitting here at the house here doing not a whole bunch. And Deanne said, want to go to Brown's? I said, yeah, why not? Let's go over there and have a drink and see the man of the people that I am and whatever. And she looked outside. She goes, we should drive. I said, it's two-minute walk. Let's just walk. She goes, we should drive. Okay. So we, we drove over. Got inside, sat down. It's a 30-second drive, right? You, you know exactly where I live, right? So 30-second drive, got inside, sat down. The second we sat down, the clouds opened up for a fucking, for a torrential downpour that I don't think, and I'm not making this up for, for clickbait. I'm telling you, I've never seen rain like that in that period of time since 2019 when I was in New York City. I've never seen it at Coney Island. I've never seen it like that before in my life. It rained as hard as it possibly could. It was about, unbelievable for about ten minutes. Yeah. It was ridiculous, and and I I know exactly what I was doing. I was heating up the barbecue because I was going to make burgers for the family. Yeah, and then like, well, fuck, hopefully I can get this in. So the barbecue was already turned on. It's like, huh. We're gonna wait for ten minutes before I go back out and put the meat <laughs> on could, the grill. Like, like I said, we, we like we would have been you caught. Right in front of the dollar rammer or whatever is on in that strip mall where Browns is. And like, holy, we would have we wouldn't have made it. Like we would have been drowned rats. It, it would have yeah. been so like it was so bad we would have had to turn back in the rain, walk further back to the house. We'd have been so soaked we couldn't went we couldn't went into the uh in, in, into the drink establishment. It was You're, horrible. I couldn't believe it. It was it it, it literally rained as hard as it possibly could sideways. Rain, like, well, and you know, and like I didn't realize gravity could pull water down that fast. Like <laughs> when it rains, like whether there's a ten drops or ten million drops, it should fall at the same pace. Oh, not this, man. not that. And then it was just done. Yeah. And then yeah, and then just muggy as hell. So yeah, the farmers need it. They needed more than ten minutes of it, but oh well, yeah, there's something for you. Yeah, here's the thing. A little bit more. It's uh, yeah, it's crazy, crazy how it all went. I. uh <laughs> Sunday, yesterday, Dave, we'll get into what happened in the Canadian Open in a second here, but I I had a first in the, on a baseball field in my life, and like, and as a, to a man, the coaches on the field, they were saying the same thing. There was an 18-run top of the first inning yesterday in an American Legion game that lasted, and I would, I'm not going to talk about the two teams of play, because it doesn't much matter, because obviously there'll be some hurt feelings and everything else, because it, was, it wasn't pretty, but uh, there was five pitching changes, 18 runs, 48-minute top of the first, most damage done with one out. Ooh, the home squad was not feeling that good when it was their turn in the <laughs> bottom. The what do you say? Time to hit the sticks, boys? Well, they laughed and smiled a little bit. But that, what's funny, the because uh, the game was over in five because of the 10-run rule, the, everything else. But uh, the funny thing was the uh, the home team won the last four and a half innings, 4-3. 
which was quite Hooray. funny, actually. Yeah, that is kind of funny, but you know, you, yeah, it is kind of funny. I, I too took in some baseball. It was little league night with the Lethbridge Bulls. Uh oh. So that was great. You know, my kid, and uh, he obviously got on the on the phone, made sure he had a bunch of boys there, and it was great. He like that's. You know, when you, your kid gets this age, he's 13 now. And, and like, so you go to the, you bring him to the game. You don't see him again until after don't the game's over. Don't see him. Yep. We'll meet here when the game's over. And that's what we did. And, and he's a good kid and it's a small park. Um, but I took a little walk around just as I'm apt to do. We sat in the same, Katie and I sat in the same seats where you and I sat that Sunday. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. The exact same two chairs. And um, so we could keep an eye on the boy because they were down in the first base, uh, third baseline. Um, I took my little stroll through and, you know, I'm going to bitch about it again. When you know you're going to have the decent crowd, I'd say about 1,200 there. Yeah. They announced 14, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, a decent crowd. Three kiosks open for food. I, I took a picture of each lineup and then yeah, one of the I, line- I never went, but yeah, it was one of the lineups Jasper was and his boys were actually in. And after the game, it was like, and I didn't spend a dime. I didn't, Kaylee wouldn't, would not let me sneak in, but uh, no, they didn't get because for my son to get a Gatorade and a popcorn, he missed three innings of ball. It's ridiculous. It change it up. Lethbridge Bulls. I like. I. It sounds like I. I hate you guys. I don't hate you guys. I just hate the way you're running your your game day experience. Fucking figure that out. You don't need a full service kiosk to serve beer, peanuts, water. Like like your hot food. Well, what's whatever, funny is get- like right like I know I know where you were sitting and we'll get off that in, in half a second. But right behind you there, they used to have a uh, a little kitchen set up with a barbecue and everything else. Not just, no more. Just have it and, and have it in here here here. Like yeah, it's it's not hard. Like I don't think it's hard. And 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 the thing about not being hard, okay, maybe it is hard. Maybe there's something we don't know. But what's what what they're doing now isn't working. So try something else. When people are but- lo- lining up to give you money. Take it faster. <laughs> yeah, take it faster because they, they'll give you more. It's weird. Yeah, right. The less it's, they it's, have to wait to give you money, the the more times they're going to come. It's like, funny you mention that because I like I've been this obviously the Spit Stadium or whatever the minor league parks throughout the world or wood bat baseball people who go go to these games and thank you very much for going to the games are greatly appreciated. But uh, go to Yankee Stadium and there was they have an app now for in different seats where you hit Bing 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 done. Food just shows up. Like when people want to give you money, you take it and you keep taking it and you keep taking it. And the one time my sister went with us in 2000, I think it was 2019, 2018. It don't much, no, 19. Uh, She, uh, she got word of this app. She took my phone. She just kept hitting buttons like, yeah, beer, beer, whatever credit card done. She goes, yeah, you're it's like, don't quit it, but it makes it like it makes complete (laughs) sense. Right. It just shows up done. Vendors yep. everywhere, they make money, right? And that's how, how it works. Like the, these owners might like in these in these small small leagues, uh, wood bat baseball leagues, summer collegiate leagues, whatever. They they might like baseball, but they they like money as well, right? So it's one of those things. And the, the kid and, and the kids benefit. We talked about last week. The players benefit benefit from it too, because where there's more people in the stands, they enjoy it more as well, and they might play a little bit harder. So it's one of those things, right? So possibly, like it's just you know, it's it's, it's we, unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Two people walking around selling water and beer and the other one popcorn, peanuts, and spits. There you go. That takes out a half of the trips to the to the kiosk. Well, like there, there's an old trick that I learned. Uh, we get off this. Uh, fuck it. I'll talk about this all night if you want. Like There's an old trick that I learned when I uh, – I can't remember where I was, but I would uh, – instead of standing in line – at a at a uh, concession booth, and I think I was in Oakland, which which how there's a line in Oakland was a different thing. But <laughs> no, but I I would go up to a vendor, like the vendor walk around, go to a vendor, get a beer, done, problem solved. Exactly. Go to a vendor. So if there was if there was a couple of vendors going through the lineup with that that one or two beers that you might want to be buying instead of standing in line, that gets rid of that line. Yeah. It's not it's not that hard to figure out. Nope. And I do it all the time at Yankee Stadium where, when, when I go there is I go to a vendor because they, they don't have a lineup. You know, and you know, because they, they want to get rid of you too. 
Exactly, because you know that's me drinking. That's me ten minutes into my beer now. So like I'm and, actually and they're not carrying more. Right? And they're and I'm lightening their load. Light the load. A, a ten dollar bill is a lot lighter than a can than a tall boy. There you go. Anyways, uh, Dave, yesterday the Canadian Open Golf uh, Canadian Open happened in dramatic fashion. It ended at uh, Oakville Golf and Country Club in Toronto, Ontario yesterday. Uh, Nick Taylor went in dramatic fashion, sunk a 72-foot putt to win it in extras. Uh, that was something to behold. Like just the, the complete mayhem. He was down on Thursday, and his wife gave him a big pup pep talk and the whole bit. I read it all about it, and if you want to read about it, I won't get into it here on the 1420 Sports Bar podcast, but he wasn't having a good start to that tournament Thursday, Friday, and then he pulled it off with a 72-foot putt. I've never seen anything like it in, in the that- golf world. Oh yeah, like as far as the you know, and it wasn't like that thing was in a in a funnel going to the hole. It was uphill and it was a bit of a snake, and it was seventy two feet. Is I wouldn't even a I don't even know like sixty percent of the greens that I'm on. I don't even know if they're seventy five feet from tip to tip. The ones I played out with Moose Hildebrand <laughs> and Fort McLeod yesterday aren't that big. Maybe the odd one here or there. But. Yeah, you might have a bean-shaped one where you can get 72 feet. But nonetheless, what a way to win an eagle on the fourth playoff hole. Um, and, you know, like I, I told you, I, I saw Deanne as well. The uh, Some buddies wanted to take me out for a beer, so we went. And, and just towards the end, well, we saw the Canadian post that number. He was two two holes in front of the leaders, but he posted the low number. They tied, and so him and that that Brit Stewart. Oh, it's not important. They were uh, they went to the playoffs. Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood. That's it. Uh, and I don't I don't watch enough golf, and it's like the the sound was off, but it was on the screen, and every time I looked up, I seemed to miss the the names. And I was like, who are we cheering for? Gray shirt or blue shirt? Which one's the Canadian? Yeah. So I, so it was gray shirt we were cheering for. And it was it was neat. And uh, but I had to go. I had a I had some family ob- obligations and it goes to overtime. Okay, like I can't order a beer. Then another overtime hole. It's like for fuck's sake. And then everybody's done beer and I had to go. And so I didn't get to watch it live, but it was it was needed. It was a nice little bonding moment for the four of us because you get a cheer for a Canadian just for the sake of being a Canadian and, it, and it's funny how the country pulls at your heartstrings. Cause I, I still don't care, but it really made me feel nice cheering for a Canadian there for an hour and a half. Yeah. It was the longest putt of his career. And the funny thing was, is that a fellow Canadian, as you, as he were, they were celebrating Adam Hadwin, he was going out to, to celebrate with, with his fellow countrymen and he got tackled down by security. It looks like it was as he's 1980, 1993 or whatever it might've been here in Lethbridge, Alberta. It was more the Goldberg spear. Like, like holy Christ, right this, guy, this guy wanted yeah. to go and celebrate because make a 72 foot putt longest career. Career. This guy runs out, won the Canadian Open. It's great, and on and on and on. And Hadwin gets gets like you said, the Goldberg Spear. That's a uh, that <laughs> the, that that story was one. Like I saw that story on the Twitter machine before I saw the putt go down, and I saw that story before I knew what why he was running onto the, on, on onto the green. Yeah, it was hilarious. I saw the whole stuff on Twitter because I I went and looked pretty quick because I wanted to see who win. One and then one of the clips I saw even Jim Nance. Uh, he, he called the pot and all this, and then he even commented on Hadwin getting taken and the security guard. <laughs> it was actually Nance had a really good, like, really good call for that for not being Canadian. It was a really, really good call on that on that putt. It was it was good. And and for just for everybody that that doesn't know, like it was the first time a Canadian won the Canadian Open in sixty nine years. Yeah. So that's that's a bit, and the Canadian Open is one of the world's oldest golf tournaments as well. So, you know, there is history. Tigers won it. Rory's won it a couple of times. They call the big boys have played it, and so it's it's a big tournament, and it's it was it was nice to see a a Canadian do it. Like, is that is that on par with Mike Weir winning Masters or? See, I was going to bring that up. Well, yeah, let's let's talk about that right now. It's it's probably. I would say because maybe it's recency bias. I would say because it happened on Canadian soil, 
And in, in the, the fashion that he won it, I would say this probably the biggest moment in Canadian golf history. Um, and we, and you, and you would have uh, Mike Weir winning the, the masters, probably a, a very close second, but, Winning uh, on home soil in, in, in the fashion that he did, I would say that's the biggest can- moment in Canadian golf history, in, in my opinion. I, I think there's an argument to be had for either or because, you know, there's there's a lot more Canadians on tour than there was when, when Mike Weir did it. It was Well, the one Mike thing Weir- that gets forgotten about, I'll interrupt you for half a second, is that Brooke Henderson does nothing but win. Like right. Oh yeah, so, she's. Top so we forget five, about her a lot. It's that's, yeah. that's a woman's sport, and we can get, we'll talk about that another show. How it just somehow gets lost in the mix. But yeah, I know what you're saying. How there's more Canadians, so there's more of a chance to win now. Whereas back in the day, there was there there was uh, Mike. There was Weir. We're in that big tooth motherfucker that lives in Calgary. Uh, he's not even Stephen Ames. He's, he's, Stephen Ames, and he's not he's a he's a transplant to Canadian. He's not even Canadian. So but by birth, he's a citizen. So don't at me or whatever you guys people you guys do but uh maybe because he where was the only canadian really playing back then whatever year that was it's been a long time maybe that that's a a bigger moment the masters is so big but winning in, in the fashion that uh that uh, nick taylor did yesterday uh, it's pretty big man that's pretty big the, the Masters win put Mike Weir on a bit of a global scale. You win the Masters, everybody knows the Masters champion, right? Yeah. Like, um, whereas this is Nick Taylor winning. It's it's good for the country. And all those Canadians on tour right now, they were inspired. And, and, and they looked up to Mike Weir themselves because they were probably, I don't know if they had hair on the balls when Mike Weir won that. Because that would have been like 94-ish. Four, five, six, yeah. Yeah, like we're talking 30 years ago, maybe. Yeah, for, yeah, because that's yeah. when I was still, like, with the Oilers. I went out the day Mike Weir won the Masters, we were going up to Edmonton to watch the Oilers play Dallas. I was with uh, the Real Deal and, uh, and, and Niner. I think I was on that trip. To be honest with you, actually, I don't know. It's not the no. I don't. I'm not no, sure. There, we, was a, there was a there was a car there, there was yeah, a car the, wreck. Do you remember that? Where I there was, was saving a situation lives? Yeah. and stuff and things. Yeah. Anyways, the uh, the people like uh, the the one thing I I, I got out of this uh, not so much not to be negative at all. And I I, I kind of had to in, under my breath. I well out loud because I talked to, to myself all day long. But I, I I said, whoa, easy now. Like this fucking cool it a little bit there were the talking heads on tv saying it's one of the greatest moments in canadian sports history and i'm like slow down a little bit it was big it was good it was eventful it was great and you can say that for recency bias and clickbait and everything else like i said but to be one thing it's not even the top five off top my head of canadian sports histories and sports moments completely agree like it's it's it it didn't it, it it makes national headlines the next excuse me the the next day but there was by no means people riveted people talked about it today but i would say of the people that were talking about it i would say there was a small small population that actually um that actually watched it live which you know when we were sitting there um there was a fella that there uh, i'd put him about 65 ish um, was sitting on the table next to us, but he was watching the game too. And then as we were getting into it a bit, like, like his, his joy level was, we were watching it now together with him. Does he play the, uh, the the trivia games? I don't, I wasn't watching until I, I didn't even interact with them. We were in a world of our own yeah. until uh, we were talking, we were watching the golf there towards the end. So I don't know. And the, the thing about being like the, the moments in Canadian history, and yeah, we have, and we have ours, Americans have theirs on and on it goes for, for people and golf fans to say it's one of the, no, it's not because you know what? It, it was big for golf fans. 100% for sport fans. It's a, it's a, it's a really good moment. It's really cool, but it's not a great Canadian sports moment because for, to, to have a, gr- a great moment, these things are a great, uh, not even, a, yeah, to be a great moment in Canadian sport. The great ones I can think of are, are like 2010, 
2002, 72, Joe Carter's home run, and on and on. You know what I mean? You, you know what I'm talking about. And and those are the yeah. ones, like those are the ones where people are taking time off of work. People are bars are full. Like the, the, the like to be a great moment, it has to include everyone. And we have a very small country. We do. It's it's 30 million people. It's it's California. So like when we get together for a great moment, it's the moment that builds throughout the day because we don't get many of them. And this one, I'm going to put money on it that my mother still doesn't know what happened because she's not a golf fan. It's a niche sport still, no matter what. It's an elitist sport and everything else. I like playing golf. Play, play golf yesterday with, with Moose Hildebrand. But to, to, for people to be saying it's a great moment in Canadian sport, it's not. It's a great moment in Canadian golf. It's a fun moment in Canadian sport, but it's not an all-time. It's not an all-timer. Well, you know, and I get it. It means a lot because it's the country's open championship and that has something to say. Um, there's something about that. The fact that there is a ton of history over, I think the tournament's 120, 130 years old. Yeah. But that's those guys right there. You know, what's better for your career? Winning the Canadian Open as a Canadian or would you rather win the Masters? Would you rather win the U.S. Open? Would you rather win the British Open? It's not a major, right? It's not a gold medal. It's not, it's not a Stanley cup, yeah. right? It's like, so and it, which, which it's bigger than I, the John Deere. Correct. But, right. You know, I don't, I, and I'm not detracting from the accomplishment, but I'm just trying to put it into a bit of perspective here. Right. Like it's, it's, it's a big win. Oh, it's great. And it's nice. And it really, it's a great story. It's a great story. And it, and it is going to do good for, uh, for Canadians like that. Uh, that guy's, he can be co- coaching golf clinics until he's 90. Like people are going to recognize funny. him. You already forgot his name. That guy, Nick, Nick. Taylor. Nick. <laughs> I knew Nick, but I forgot. I was going to call him Fletcher. 26 I, I hours ago. He won yeah. this tournament. We're talking about, you don't know his fucking name. Gray shirt guy, Nick, Nick Taylor. Yeah. Actually, Nick Taylor is, uh, the, the name, drummer, the, the guitar drummer player from Duran Duran. Duran, Duran. Andy Taylor's the guitar player. Nick was the uh, yeah, drummer. Yeah, Nick was the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. What's his name? Yeah. I don't know. It's funny. Great no, it's just done. funny. The, the last take I want I want to get on this was uh, you, you watch when the celebration was happening and, and you seen the puck go in and the, the crowd was going crazy. It was great to watch and like I said, Adam Hadwin got tackled and they they panned over uh, to to get rid of the uh, the shamazos happening on the green like it was the World Wrestling Federation. But uh, to see Tommy Fleetwood just smile and nod and laugh a little bit like holy fuck, man! Like all right, good enough. Like what am I gonna 70- do? Yeah, seventy-two. It was a great. It was a great reaction by the guy who ended up losing, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know, and he and he dodged a bullet by hitting the the stands there on the second overtime hole. Yeah, I don't know if you're watching that, but it was. And nonetheless, good story. Um, it's fun to cheer for Canadians on the international scene because yeah. you know there there is good Canadians in every sport, but they're 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 scattered here and there. So to see one uh, step up and win one on home soil it's it was nice it was good to watch no it's fun but like and that's the thing about golf it, it, like like i said like the, my your your mother my mother you like f- people watch golf because they watch golf so to, to be a great Canadian moment i think you have to have every, everybody watching it and calling your, your body say you better tune into this that doesn't happen with golf it's like it's a it's a great sport it's fun to watch Golf fans across the country loved it. Sports fans sitting in sports bars loved it. it Golf's one of those things when you're sitting around with your buddies on a Sunday afternoon after after whatever. It's one of those elbow in the in the ribs. Hey, watch this. Mm-hmm. Watch this. It's one, it's one of the, golf's one of those sports. Yeah, but you know, when the old big names did it, like um when I was still in high school, Nicholas won that one, I want to say in 86. 86. Yeah, he won the Masters. And then when Tiger won that one a little bit ago. My brother-in-law was texting me from Saudi Arabia. Was, tell me you're watching this. Tell me you're watching this. Well, yeah, and that, you know, it has and to be the like, big but, ones, right? But it has to be the big names, right? Because because so, even like even with the um like the PGA, you, you and I and, and for me the Masters or not the Masters story the 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 British I don't tune into that a whole bunch. I just like, all right. Uh, well, you know, and I don't golf is rarely destination viewing except for maybe the masters. That's the yeah. one I'll, I'll try and watch a little bit here yeah. and there. 
Because it's, it's familiarity with that too, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you, you, you know the course and there's something to be said for that. Whereas, you know, I remember that one uh, U.S. Open they played at that course in, in Seattle where it was like they were put, putting on asphalt because the ball wouldn't run true and the guys were all pissy. And I think Spieth The Olympic club, one. I think. Yeah. And, 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 you know, when I see golfers not respecting the club and being pissed off, it's just like, oh, okay. Well, I like I that. Yeah, well, you like seeing guys mad, but when it's not their fault, well, no, right? I, I like I like seeing golfers struggle. Yeah, like golf shouldn't golf shouldn't be thirty two under par, right? No, and I because yesterday like when I played with Moose, I was not thirty two under par. Like I want to see these guys get a little bit of humility. Do I like seeing good, good shots? hundred percent. Do I like seeing long drives? Well, we can drive, drive the ball along. I like seeing guys who can putt a little bit. I like seeing guys get out of the rough a little bit, up behind a tree a little bit here and there. I, I, I like to see guys who like have to battle adversity when I watch golf. Yeah. It's like all I about, do. yeah. <laughs> like risk reward. Right. But like these guys with the, for whatever reason, the, the grass rough isn't the same in these courses as they are on the majors. Mm. because they okay so i'm like now you know i'm I'm not i'm not 120 out i'm 145 out and i'm in four inch grass but i'm i'm strong enough that i then can hit it straight it. then hit yeah. it straight that's not my yeah. problem you fucking loser you know I, I yeah i'm still i still got a wee chance at birdie but i'm not worried about a bogey whereas in those majors right when they when you don't hit when you don't put it in that circle where you want it to be you're not looking at saving par anymore it's just like jesus here it is what would you rather you should say for the end of the show would you rather see a a uh u.s open cane open whatever me a guy a guy win at plus seven because there, there's there, there's treacherous treacherous around the corner or a guy win at minus 22 with the other guy at minus 21 oh i i i First of all, I'd want it to be a horse. I want at least two guys like yeah. with, with like within three. I would like to see three guys within three strokes of each other on the, on with six, with six left to play. Um, I would prefer it be a hard course. Like that one time tiger won the U S open, I think at one under, and he was the only golfer under par in that whole fucking to, for me to put my mind around how hard that course would had to be for one of those guys to be one under par for four that's days. That's how it should be. That's, that's how it should be. But, but I get it. If you make courses that hard, you can only put the pros there once a year. What's, what's the membership? Like, oh, they like, put the tees up a lot and oh. everything else. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, but like you got to, for, for anybody to, to be a casual sportsman, they got to see some kind of success. And if you're putting, if you're putting a couple snowmen on the scorecard, every single round, like it's uh, a little humble. pie fun. never hurt anybody, Dave, a little humble pie, never hurt anybody, but doesn't mean you have to like eating it. <laughs> there you go. The 1420 <laughs> sports bar podcast for beer sports, talking a whole lot more. This segment brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code one, four, two, zero pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 Bucks on your first purchase at SeatGeek today. Humble pie. Taste the shit, but sometimes it's on the plate. You got to eat a little shit to make the gravy taste good. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. I've never heard that, and I don't know if I agree. It's true. <laughs> 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420ESCAPED at Manscaped.com and get yourself 20% and free shipping on all your men's personal grooming needs for the summer season. Don't let that beard get too long or your uh, speedo season and everything else might get uh, a bit ruined. Dave, uh, 
we don't get it, and I don't understand why we don't get the College World Series up here without pirating and everything else. And even then, it's it's hard to find. We don't get to see NCAA, uh, NCAA baseball up here, which is, is is too bad. For some reason, we get to watch uh, hi- highlights of curling bond spiels from 1997 and everything else. And it's a bit of a uh, sore spot for me. And I, I, I uh, think you share my sentiments a little bit to try to grow the game of baseball and everything else. But uh, anyways, last night, uh, Quinn Matthews of Stanford, 156 pitches, 16 strikeouts, and an 8-3 win over Texas in the Super Regional in game two of their Super Regional. Uh, so now it's going to game three. I think it's tonight or tomorrow. It doesn't much matter when people tonight. listen to this. When people, so they'll won't hear about this till, till tomorrow anyways. But Dave, um, is a kid going out there, uh, senior Quinn Matthews, is it good for him to go out there and do this for one himself and for two his team? Fucking rights. I love everything about it. And it would have put his arm. Fuck you. It's his arm. Let him do with it what he wants. It's his, he's a senior. He was a third round draft pick, I think, from Tampa Bay. They're not paying him. Fuck you. It's my arm. It's my team. I want to do this. And it's winner go home. Right, like they were, they had lost game one to Texas. It's uh, they this was they beat Texas or their season's done. So I'm, I'm not going to put it down as one of the all time gritty playoff of performances because I think more 156 is a lot. But I want pitchers to pitch. Who knows? Like you know, you all these kids that that are that they're watching their arms since they're they're twelve, and and I get protecting arms, but now they're twenty five, and now like okay, he's at eighty pitches, time to pull him out. Fuck that! Throw the gods reached down and touched his arm and made it into a fucking lightning rod. Let's see that lightning rod. The thing is about Dave, you mentioned about how kids and protecting their arms. Like we, like we grew up in an era with Nolan Ryan and you go to go on to Roger Clemens and guys, a little softer throwers, like, like uh, Jimmy key and fucking uh, David Cohn and whoever else, Boomer Wells, everything else. And Tommy John only happened to Tommy John. He didn't hear about it for another 20 years. Yeah. There was other guys sprinkled in and out here and there, but what's crazy to me. And yes, guys throw a lot harder now and elbows get thrown a lot more and, and on and on and on. But, I don't understand how there's so many more injuries now when kids throw more and all this science that goes behind kids throwing more, how there's more Tommy Johns is this. And, and there's pitch count by like the game I was doing yesterday and the game I did on Friday and the game I did whatever uh, that I'm going to determine next week. And there's these pitch count things. Is it possible that maybe I'm the smart one that maybe kids need to fucking throw more? Well, you know what? Do, do boxers have a punch count? He can only throw 50 punches. Oh no. Like he's thrown too many punches. You gotta, you gotta guard like, like the, the kickboxers have a kick count. Those fucking guys, those maniacs, they, they take fucking hockey sticks and whack their shins in their downtime to make them tougher. Like when, when throwing more, make you Nolan Ryan, Nolan Ryan, Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson. You know, like, like I, I, I would take, I would take 100% of the time Nolan Ryan's training regimen over anything that's out there right now. That's just me. Bob yeah, Gibson. Yes, yeah, yes, yep. he's a freaking nature. I, I, I get it. But if you throw more, you're going to get, but your, your, your arm is going to get stronger. If you ease into things and eat, because I've seen this year. And like proper warm-up and all that kind no, of thing. But he That's did. Because like yeah. Nolan Ryan used to throw football between innings and whatever, between game starts, whatever it was. I've I, I seen high school teams where the kids who aren't very aren't very good not going to play another ga- baseball game in their lives on a pitch count where they can only throw 60, 60 pitches. Well, fuck me. How are they getting any better? What are you what, saving, what are you saving for? it for? Let it, cause there's some kind like like you said, sometimes kids can catch lightning in a bottle and they can go, 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 and then uh you're at sixty pitches in the fourth inning, we gotta take you out. But we're winning. Well, we're gonna take you out. Like for what? For what? For what? You know, and you know, depending on what age these kids are, I can see that. And then like, you know, so sixty pitches you can't pitch for five days, um, ninety pitches you can't pitch for a week. Whatever. There's your rest. You know, you're in a groove. The adrenaline's blowing. Like, just 
fucking throw. You're on the hill to throw. How many like Patrick Mahomes? How many how many fucking footballs does he throw in a week? Every fucking day. No one would he's hope throwing so. balls, right? You know, he, he's throwing 50, 60 balls every single day. You know, you, you got some people yesterday saying that this this, this Quinn Holmes kid, I, I never watched the game by any means. I'm not even going to pretend that I did. But this Quinn, Quinn Holmes kid from Stanford, Fox Stanford, by the way, uh, threw 156 pitches. He had 16 strikeouts, 8-3 win, like, like I said earlier. And you got a lot of people saying, well, he didn't need to be in there that long because with the 8-3 win, they could have pulled him out. For what? The, the series is going to be tied one game apiece. He's not pitching in game three of this series with, with, with Texas. What are you going to pull him for? Let this kid pitch the fucking game. Because as I said before in the 1420 podcast, and I've actually said it on a baseball field, two managers, when they pull a guy, and I, I probably shouldn't as an umpire say, geez, you might want to rethink this because the more times you put a baseball in human beings' hands, in separate human beings' hands, it might get fucked up. Because that's how human beings work. When Especially human, when, when someone's when grooving. more humans when more humans get involved in things, it gets fucked up. And when this kid's grooving, let him just go with it. Who cares? Yeah. You know, and and you know, in Wimbo, they're they're paying these guys, right? Like we'll take uh-huh. it under advisement. Well, they, they, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, they're not uh, going to people's jewelers. Well, maybe they are going to people's jewelers. They're not going to Tiffany's after uh, yeah. un- unchecked it. They're going to Claire's, but- I think, maybe. Before <laughs> like for, for more of a trinket or a bauble. Yeah. Uh, not the proper jewelry. Um, fuck it. Well, we'll take it under advisement. Oh, you didn't pull me. Well, then you know what? Fuck your cut. Let's find someone local that can fucking... And like, the thing is, know. with like these guys go to Stanford for for four years. They're smart kids. They know what they're doing and everything else. These kids play for their colleges, and they're they're there for a long time. And they're, and they're having they're having a good time. It's a, and it might be their one shot at glory. To, for somebody, for some Twitter fucking warrior to come out and say that was uncalled for. They should have pitched him. That that coach should be fired. Get fucked and stay fucked, man. Like this kid probably got asked a few times. Probably a few times. No, leave me in here, man. It's my senior year. I've battled with this team for four years. I've been having a good time. We have a chance to do something special here. And if I if I pull the shoot here, because I might, I might, I might have a pro career. That's a, a that's a disservice to his teammates. It's a disservice to his school, and it's a disservice to alma mater of that school. Well, and that's what that's what I said. I read the article, like the the <laughs> second to last guy that got a hit in the game. There was two out, and the manager went up there and says, "Like, come on, like you know, it's you're you're at 150. Like, I'm I got this next guy. Get out of here, right?" And the coach trusted him. He knew, and he got the next guy out. And you know, that's you know, that's that's now Stanford ba- Stanford baseball lore. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know. I, I I gotta guess they've been to the College World Series a time or two because they have such a great baseball um, athletic program. Yeah. But you know, they this is to get to the World Series. They're actually beating Texas because in the Pac-10, I actually do like Stanford. The John Elway's alma alma mater. Fuck Stanford. I wonder what I hate Stanford. Wow. You know, when you got the Duke coming through there, <laughs> slinging darts and. Yeah, pitch, you know, but nonetheless, I, I hate Stanford. You know, it's it's not right to be really smart and good good at sports too. It's just not fair. Well, it happens sometimes, and you know you got to tip your hat. And uh, <laughs> I I never had either of those things, so I'm a little jealous, I guess. It's, yeah, so like it, it, it's it's a legend performance, and I, and and I'm glad that he had the opportunity opportunity to do it, because otherwise they'd be talking like. You know, we've all seen the box scores of some of these college World Series games. It's it's there's nothing like you see five, six inning, six run innings all the time. I so love it, it. Like I wish yeah. we could get, get morbid here and like I watch Big Ten baseball. If we get the Big Ten Network here, I, get, I watch Pac-12 baseball before they make me start paying for it, and, and then and then I'd pay for it, but I can't even get it because I don't have a certain provider here in Canada. It makes me crazy because the, the enthusiasm those kids show it, it's fantastic, and most of the kids you'll never see again. But it, it's great baseball. Like, I, I think it's the athletes are really good, and they're and they're they, they're playing they're playing for it, their team a lot. We talked about after the CCBC Galactic World Series here that they had. 
had, how the, the, the enthusiasm college kids have for, for their teams, whether it be baseball, basketball, football, it shows a lot more than it does in the pros. And I think college sports is great. And I, I wish we could get a lot more of it here in Canada. Not, 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 I understand why there isn't more college sports here in Canada, but why we can't see more of these games here in Canada, I will never understand it. Yeah, no, you and I discussed that off air that we have the two major sports providers, TSN and Sportsnet. Sportsnet carries the Jays. So how much does TSN have to fork over to to play? Maybe, you know, before I, I outright impugn them, maybe they'll be carrying the actual College World Series because these They're are now before. like, well, I'll write a letter. CB, maybe it's time to- CBS shows the quarters, semis, and the finals. Oh, so just on terrestrial cable CBS. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But not the finals. But and the finals, yeah. Oh, okay. But none All of right. this other but stuff. None is, of that, is, is not the tournament. Because I'd imagine it's set up like one of just a, a double knockout tournament. Because I have CBS on my Apple TV, CBS Sports, and the, but it doesn't show because I'm in Canada and you're blah blah. You're outside of an area. I don't fucking get it. What 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 would it hurt to have more eyeballs on it? Well, that's because you can't even subscribe to it. Yeah, like I don't know, like it's rights holders, and and we talk about it all the time, and we don't really understand it. The fact that the the zone, you can buy your for a subscription of that, just straight up the zone. I now get the entire NFL package. Like that's part of I yeah. get every game, and I get the game, the quick games. Yeah. I get the NFL Network. I get everything. For like two hundred and twenty bucks for for the year. Yeah, I get MLB Network, which is on nonstop yeah, down here. Which which is which which, 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 which which like MLB Network, I can't get anywhere on my cable provider. Yeah, so, so and to nine, me, so, so so that twenty bucks a month is worth it for me. Yeah, and eighteen weeks of NFL football plus playoffs plus being able to go back on and on. Has, and on that has to be worth more than fucking a month of college baseball. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's got to write a letter. Got to write a letter. You've gotten uh, down in your writing letter things. Have you ever actually written a letter? Back in the day, I was I I, I used Pen to email pals. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did write letters back in the day. Um, not not out of disgust. Just I liked writing letters. I wrote letters when I backpacked across Europe. I uh, I wrote letters home. Like I was in the war. No, I'm talking. Have you ever write, wrote a, uh, a a Karen letter? Is what I'm getting at. Oh yes, for sure. Uh, email? Yes, I have. I've for written what? more than once. I I don't know exactly. It, it was were they, it was what, were they service? Were they were they out of um? Like if you sat back, if if, if something happened on a Saturday night and you didn't like it. And did you go directly to your email or did you wait till and, and hit send or did you like let cool heads prevail and wait Saturday morning go, or Sunday morning? Go, maybe I shouldn't have said send that Dir- directly to the email craft, but then send or don't send in the morning. Yeah. I always give myself at least uh, not always asleep, but I've. Yeah, I have written letters like, where the fuck do you get off? <laughs> Or like explain this to me. That's it's usually in that kind of tone. Yeah, and I, then like I, and then uh, more than one person, like sorry, more than one business has like, well, we're sorry about that. Please enjoy this, and then I like, get fucked. <laughs> Even when I got my apology, I told there was fucked. a. Uh, there's been a uh, in my old life there when I was working in the oil patch and construction and stuff. There's a there's a still a few emails in my old in the drafts uh, proportion <laughs> that that were like you can yeah this and that and on and on and on and then i was like don't hit send don't hit send and yeah and wait till tomorrow when cooler heads prevail a little bit there's about four or five where if i would have hit send i fuck me it wouldn't have been good i would I, I wouldn't have been able to quit they would, you know you're fired That's well yeah you, you, yeah quit you're banned like everything you're, yeah. you're no, all, you're no all longer all. yeah your participation is no longer required at this event anyways the 1420 sports bar podcast for beer sports talking a whole lot more this segment is brought to you by manscaped and manscaped.com use promo code 1420 escaped at manscaped.com and uh, make sure you trim your beach body up properly whether it be your face or your uh, nether regions to get ready for speedo season at manscaped.com today i used my product yesterday 
I used uh, the the sideburn trimmer, but I'm wearing my cans and yeah. and my my nose. It's fucking pristine. The charger, the handle, it's very ergonomical. It actually is. I I yeah. get this. I can actually. There's one nose hair that grows out of my not, it, it, <laughs> and I can like when I'm umpiring I, and my mask, I can feel it fluttering about every two or three days. I really got. There's just one. I got to do something. About you got to stay on. That I got to get to the root of the problem, not just put a band-aid on is what the problem is there yeah you don't have to trim the head you gotta pull it out get right in there manscape.com today 1420 sports bar podcast is happy to have teamed up with rocket sports just in time for the holiday season with golf baseball softball lacrosse and soccer training accessories rocket sports has all the home or gym training gear you will ever need each product is designed to stand up to the most rigorous practice settings Promo code 1420 Rock at checkout and receive 10% off your purchase at Rocket Sports. Rocket Sports was founded by athletes for athletes, and all their products are engineered to the highest standards and come with our fair play guarantee and a lifetime warranty. Go to Rocket.com and look for holiday gift ideas for the weekend warrior or the serious athlete in your life today. Once again, that's 1420RUKK. 10% off that checkout. When you purchase a rocket, come to win. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. Going to uh, throw this out there to the fans of Oakland or people who are going to the game in Oakland tomorrow night. Uh, use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and uh, save yourself 20 bucks for your big uh, reverse protest of going to the game in Oakland tomorrow night versus the Tampa Bay Rays, where you're going to fill the place and say, screw you to their owner and you we're, we're still in support of the uh, of the team of the team that we've loved of the team we've we followed for a long time uh in oakland with the oakland days so use promo code 1420 pod to make sure you get tickets because they are selling fast by the 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 uh by what i've heard dave uh, I think that's a great thing that the that the, the fans of Oakland, which is a long story franchise, and we've talked about it before here, but I think it's a great thing that the the, the uh, fans are going to watch a baseball game on a Tuesday night on a team that's uh, won five in a row. So don't count them out yet. Count them out. But they won five in a row, and they the fans of Oakland to maybe give their one final adieu and see you later to that team. I think it's a great thing. This is. I was I was so happy to read that article that uh, you know I don't know I think fifteen AAA baseball teams in the states are drawing more on a daily basis than the Oakland A's, which is it's ridiculous, right? Especially yeah. <laughs> considering they're playing. The Okotoks Dogs draw more people, actually. That's that's mind numbing, and it should never happen. But this is what it's come to with the ownership group of the Oakland athletics, like a once proud franchise. And now when you have a, Oh, excuse me. Not only is it a, it's a proud friend franchise with, with a rich winning history. It. They've done the fans. It builds that fan base. The fans want them there and the fans aren't going because they don't love the team. The fans aren't going because the owners just can't figure it out. And, you know, sure, you can say Oakland's not willing to pay for a stadium for them. But, like, you know, fuck you with all these stadium deals. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Governments should not be subsidizing billionaires to check to cash more checks. They shouldn't. And, and the taxpayers shouldn't be, um, be on the hook. You know, you, you you subsidize the risk and, and privatize the profits. That's what all this shit is. And for the Oakland fans to come out and just say, fuck you to the ownership group of Oakland Athletics, I hope they're bursting at the seams tomorrow night. And cheer on the team that's there and cheer on the uniform that's there. Because it's and, not and, personal to and the th- team. And think about the, the, the old timers that played there and the Ricky Hendersons, the Reggie Jacksons, the Vita Blues, the Raleigh Fingers, who who else do you got going through? Dave Stewart, Jose Canseco, who's a bit of a dickhead, Mark McGuire's and those, those teams. Uh, it, it, you just wonder like how it got to this point. It's, it's too bad that an ownership group got their fingers on that and they, 
and I've talked about this with other podcasts. I've talked with you on this show a lot. It's too bad that this human being got his fingers on that team because he never wanted to make it work. In my opinion, he never wanted to make a team work in Oakland. He always had an eye on a different prize. He wanted to, to go to a more cosmopolitan city. He wanted to go somewhere else. He wanted to figure something else out because I, I don't know the guy's name. I don't care to know his name. I don't give a fuck what his name is. That's the first F bomb of the fortune 20 podcast tonight. Um, but he, uh, this guy wanted to go to more cosmopolitan city and apparently it's not working out that well for him right now because Vegas, the, the government of Vegas is saying, uh, what's your plan here, man? What's your plan? What are you doing? And the people of Vegas are, are kind of voting against it saying, What's this doing for us? Like, what well, usually when somebody comes to Vegas, like the Vegas Golden Knights, who might win their first Stanley Cup tomorrow night, they uh, that owner paid for the building. You know, the Vegas, the, the the Las Vegas Raiders when they when they moved, they had this different corporate sponsorship. There was nothing with public pu- public um, funds being being done. This this guy from Oakland, he once again he wants public public funding, and. People of Vegas are like, well, we're, we, that's not how things work here in Vegas. Do you think that this guy just blew his load and just he might not get what he wanted? I sure as fuck hope so. No, and then he's forced to sell the team, right? And then, uh, like, well, no, we can move him to, I don't know who else even wants. Oh, Salt Lake. They're, they are, they're the, that name always seems to pop up. But nonetheless, it's like, oh, no, I want to move there. We're like, no, I'll buy you and I'll move it there. Like the, the relocation should not be an option for this piece of shit because he's the one that ran this franchise the into the ground. Team. You bet. Same with Arizona. Like if they if they find like I want to move it to Houston, fuck you. Let the Houston guy buy it. You know, and then we talk about these venues, right? You know, the a hockey arena is a multi-purpose venue, right? You can basketball, ice skating, ice capades. Whatever in concerts. I don't know where that came from. The 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 football stadium, like you can have concerts and 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 car shows and and trade shows there. What do you do? What like what's the multi-purpose of a baseball? And who goes especially to in Vegas? Especially in Vegas, where they have how many multi-purpose facilities? Yeah, it's a convention city of the world. And like, how many people are going to go to a game in the middle of fucking, like 82 games in the middle of fucking summer in Vegas? Ugh. Well, it's going to be uh, indoors, but it's hot and everything. I, I get it. And there's the thing other is, things to do. Like, how, and how do you, how do you sell, um, a 30 win team to a, to a, to a new community? You can't. Especially if you're been on the record for being a, uh, um, Dickhead. A, a skin flint for the last 20 years, right? Uh, it's crazy. Like, because, it's, it's, it's I, I don't understand. We've talked about this a lot. It's just how, how Major League Baseball and how, how Rob Manfred has allowed this guy to continue to do what he was doing, do his doing when a once proud franchise has been uh, torn down to shambles on purpose. It's, it, it's the exact same thing that you've seen. In 1987, I think it was with the movie Major League, like this owner wanted wanted to wanted for it to happen. I'm going to break this thing down. I'm going to make sure that they're shitty. I'm going to make sure they're useless. I'm going to make sure they lose. And then she was supposed to get her way, and it didn't. I don't see the same storybook ending happening with this Oakland A's team. But it, it's it's funny how a movie met reality with the Oakland A's and the Cleveland Indians back in 87 or 88, whatever, whenever uh, Cleveland Indians came out or the big league major league came out. Yeah. That was a couple years after uh, bull Durham. Um, so fun I, baseball you know, movie. yeah, it was, it was a fun baseball movie, not in the same class as, as, as bull Durham, but you know, it was, it was, it was more comedic and, and it was funny. It was funny. Um, so, you know, good for you, Oakland A fan to come out and say like, we love the team. We hate the owner. Good. Get out there and, and support the A's, support the players and have a good time and do it. Dave, who's your, uh, Mount Rushmore of Oakland A's and we'll finish here tonight. But you got to put Ricky number one, even though he bounced around. <laughs> Ricky um, went back there two or three times, didn't he? Yeah, like he he Ricky's an A. He that's where he started and he came back. Um I'm gonna say so Ricky Henderson for sure. 
I'm going to say Dennis Eckersley for sure. Oh, Those yeah. two are are locks, are mortal locks. Um, but then you know, like those um, the the teams of the '70s, and uh, I wasn't really that familiar with them. With uh, Vita Blue, and I think even Dave Parker played there for Parker a was years. in the '80s with those '80s teams that played the Jays '80s. Yeah, 90s, yeah. Um, McGuire and Conseco were were big, huge names, but I can't put those two assholes on there because they're steroid abusers. Um, so I will pit. I don't think they abuse them. I think they use them a lot. They well, know they're yeah, doing. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, <laughs> they, they use steroids. Uh, like, yeah. I don't you're not abuse. abusing yeah. when you know what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, Conseco abused them because I think, well, we, we, can't, we, we won't get into that. Um, so I'm going to put high-pitched Cy Young winner Dave Stewart on there. Yeah, one more. That that kid could pit, kid. That man could pitch. I love Stewart. Yeah, he was great. Uh, and then why don't we see to finish it off? Ah, uh, uh, like I never saw him pitch, but he was a phenom. And he, uh, I know his name, and it's one of the coolest names in sports. By the blue. Yeah, I go, uh, I go Rick. For sure, that, that, that's a no-brainer. Rick's, Rick, I, I, I personally would put Rick on the uh, baseball, the baseball Mount Rushmore. That's my opinion. I mean, we're we're big Rick lovers here for the Rick Award. We Single get greatest leadoff hitter ever in the history ever. of the sport. Everything and, and just the, the Rickisms and everything else. Like Rick, Rick for sure is a uh, is a uh, A's Mount Rushmore. I will put Reggie Jackson on there. I will put Dave Stewart on there, and then I am going to go just because I've seen him a little bit. Fuck, you know who was a really good Oakland day for those fucking teams that weren't very good, but pushed them over the top. Uh, uh I can't say Hudson. I love Tim Hudson, skinny motherfucker. I'm going to put Tim Hudson on there. I'm going to put Hudson on there just for what? Because Moneyball was such a bullshit fucking movie, and it was all bullshit because the Hudson, Mulder, and Zito were were like that. That's why they won twenty in a row, right? So yeah. I'm going to I'm going to put uh, Tim Hudson on that that Mount Rushmore for those teams who had a chance to win some World Series back in the uh, the 2000s. So I kind of. I kind of have some uh, from from the eras, so that's what I'm gonna, going to go with for my uh, Mount Rushmore Oakland days. I saw Tim Hudson pitch too, like that uh, the the ill fated Colorado Rocky trip of 1997. When was that? We did that. Um, you guys went home, Kent. No, and I... that was that was in that was in 2000. Oh, was was 99, 2000. Yeah, I believe it was pre millennium, but nonetheless. Um, you guys went home. Uh, I stayed in another day and then we went and watched. Man, uh, it was 97. It was the year Dersh got married. Like it was like two weeks or a month after his wedding. Doesn't much matter. But doesn't much matter. Um, but, um, yeah, the A's were in town. We saw Hudson pitch and like, I was amazed by a, how slight he was. Yeah. He was a broom out there and fuck that kid too hard. Great, great. And it, put the ball where we wanted it. It was great. Yep. Then we got a rain out too, so that was a bit of a drag. But whatever. What do you do? No, oh, who knows? Anyways, Dave. Fourteen twenty sport. Oh, actually, what do you got going on the rest of this week? What's happening? Um, you know, this is a week from baseball. Um, the Sun was not going to play summer baseball, but then another baseball team popped up. They phoned and said, "Hey, <laughs> you want to come play with us?" So now we're playing summer ball. Which is great. Jasper loves it. It's a bunch of his, a couple of his buddies are going to be on that team. He's going to make some new buddies. What's team called? Um, the, it's double A, not triple A. Do you guys got a name? Your baseball team? Lethbridge. We don't know. The Wicked Dudes. Oh, the the Lethbridge Wicked Dudes. The Lethbridge, the Lethbridge Lasers. I have no idea. I'll let you know. I'll the Warriors about to play. <laughs> Where they ever all everybody comes out with airplane bottles on their hands, like yeah. singing them together. There you go. Um, so first practice is on coming this Saturday. Um, there'll be at least four tournaments to go to. Good news is they're all in Canada. 
so we don't have to get that uh, bring 30% extra card to uh, America. Because if, you know, if, if every tournament was in Whitefish, Montana, it'd be great because then we didn't have to pay fucking hotel. But anyways, we're excited. Jasper's excited. Wants, kid wants to play ball. You know what? When your kid wants to play sports, do you know what you do? You let him play. You let him play sports. Yeah, I'm down to Havre, Montana. Haver, actually. Havre, I call it. Down to there next weekend. They uh, asked me to come down and help out with some baseball. So it'll be a lot of fun. But uh, Is it a Legion tournament or what is it? I, yeah, it's a Legion tournament, so my, I hope there's no uh, 18, uh, 18 run first innings again because my old bones couldn't take it. Do you have to wear blue? I mean, black? Yeah. It's going to be hot, brother. It's hot every time I go out there. Do you ever... And when I ever... go out, I make it a little hotter. <laughs> do you ever do a trick? Like, do you like, soak a, a little dish rag and... and... No in water and just put it on your head underneath your hat or something. No, I don't I don't get too too revved up. I'm I'm pretty chill out there. Oh, I get it. You dig the heat. Yeah. No, you're, I, I get, you I'm, are a bit of a lizard. I'm pretty chill out there. I don't get too revved up. I get a glass of water here and there, but I'm fine. I, I drink a lot before. You're so water. Fine. Water. I drink a lot of water before. So yeah, no, I'm good to go anyways. No, you're, so, just, you're just too cool. I'm too fucking cool <laughs> it's more T20 Sports Bar podcast four beer sports talk and a whole lot more take care of each other more importantly take care of yourself so you around keep you stick on the ice and what else David no swinging at high pitches Jim. have a good night folks we'll talk to you again on Thursday night Say, and when I try to make sense of it all